0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Reading from the Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 13 Nature, the Enjoyer and Consciousness, Text Number 20 onwards. Prakritim Purusham Chaiva Vidhi Anadi Ubhavapi Vikaram Shagunam Chaiva Vidhi Prakriti Sambhavan Material nature and the living entities should be understood to be beginningless. Their transformations and the modes of matter are products of material nature. So in this chapter Krishna has asked uh, or uh, Arjuna has asked six questions and uh, Krishna has answered what is knowledge, what is the goal of knowledge what is the field of activity, who is the knower of the field of activity now he is going to answer the remaining two which is uh, what is material nature and who is the enjoyer of the material nature Prakriti and Purusha So the discussion begins with that Krishna explaining what is this material nature and who is actually the enjoyer Hari he says that material nature and living entities should be understood to be beginningless their transformations in the modes of matter are products of material nature Material nature means this whole material creation and beginningless means the history of its beginning is not known. It is that old. If somebody tries to figure out when the creation began, that cannot be understood. So therefore we say it's beginningless. You can't understand. But it doesn't mean it does not have a beginning date. But it is uh, so far away from human intelligence to comprehend. Similarly, all of us also, when we were created by the Lord, it's not known. It's a long long time ago so we live in the material nature and we are the spiritual beings and as we live in this material nature we have to be given a body which is suitable to survive here and that is the body of matter which we all have it's called material body because whatever environment we are living in we need a suitable body to survive the second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita compares the body to a garment suppose uh, we are in India, it's summer and here we wear different kinds of garments but when we go to a country where the temperature is minus 40, there we will need different kinds of garments to survive so to survive in different kinds of planets we need different types of bodies in this body we cannot go to other planets we will die much before that it's useless to even try we have to qualify ourselves and then maybe one day we will be promoted there but then we will be given a different body in this body it's impossible in this body we can't even survive on this planet in all kinds of environment so our bodily transformations and then there are three modes of material nature they are part of this prakriti the material creation. Nature is said to be the cause of all material causes and effects, whereas the living entity is the cause of the various sufferings and enjoyments in this world. What does this mean? The living entity desires... And accordingly, the material nature is the one which facilitates, uh, creates facilities for the living entity to fulfill its desires. So, material nature is simply the cause of material causes and effects. That means, without the facilitation by the material nature, things cannot happen. But then, the enjoyment and suffering is not uh, experienced by material nature. It is matter. It is in- experienced by the living entity. That means, us according to our desire so material nature is a facilitator we are the desirer we desire and accordingly we suffer or enjoy <clears throat> in this world so whatever we are going through in this lifetime somewhere at some point we have desired this situation now you might think why would I desire distress in my life no you haven't everybody desires happiness but there are certain things that you desired in life which you thought would make you happy, which was not the case and that ended up giving you distress. Therefore we need to be guided by a guru in life who can tell us this is the right choice this is the wrong choice. Otherwise we think it's right for me but it could be just the opposite and then that's where we end up in life full of distress. Text 22 Purushah Prakriti stohi bhukte Prakriti Jan Gunan Karanam Gunasanga Sad Asad Yoni Janmashu. The living entity in material nature thus follows the ways of life, enjoying the three modes of nature. This is due to his association with that material nature. Thus he meets with good and evil among various species. So, as I have explained earlier, everything in this material world is under the three gunas. These are kind of three departments, the kind of food we eat, the place we live in the bodies we have the choices we make the determination faith music we like everything our likes and dislikes and whichever uh, types of gunas we associate with by making a particular choice for example i want to eat a particular type of food i'm associating with that particular guna and accordingly i develop my qualities and accordingly i'm sowing a seed for a future body so that's what uh, Krishna is saying why do people get different kinds of bodies some good and bad this is due to their association with modes of nature so every time we are listening to a music every time we are eating something every time we are associating with something every time we are making a choice we are actually associating with a particular mode of nature and accordingly we get different bodies in future So this concept of modes of nature will be discussed in detail in chapter 17 and 18 especially and 16 also. So there we will go into details. But every time we are making a choice, we are sowing a seed for future body. So we have to be careful, future happiness and distress also. So Krishna says uh, the living entity in this world is enjoying the three modes of material nature. So what was the question? What is Prakriti, material nature and who is the enjoyer? So he has already explained what is the Prakriti. It is the facilitator. It is made up of matter. It is the reason behind cause and effects taking place in this world. And who is enjoying? One is the living entity, you and me. But Krishna says there is another enjoyer, the transcendental enjoyer. Superior to us. Updrashta drishta Bharta bhartha Bgta Mahishwaraha Paramatti Chaiukto dehe asmin purrushahaha yet in this body there is another a transcendental enjoyer who is the lord, the supreme proprietor who exists as the overseer and permitter, and who is known as a super soul, but there is a supreme enjoyer within this creation that is the supreme lord he is the ultimate enjoyer so we are not the supreme enjoyer therefore our enjoyment is limited but the lord is the supreme enjoyer and in this material creation he has a role which is twofold upadrashta and anumanta overseer and the sanctioner so we the spirit souls the living entities desire but we do not have any Uh, power to fulfill that desire the Lord has to sanction it and then once he sanctions it according to our desire he is just the overseer he just witnesses everything that we then get as a result of our desire so the Lord does not interfere uh, in whatever choices we are making unless we request him to unless we have that inclination he does not like to stick his nose in our business he is neutral but whenever we reach out to him he is there and then he is just the overseer. So whatever we go through, ultimately we are responsible for that. God is not responsible. Every time we say something goes wrong, oh, why did God do this to me? No, you have made choices. Now you suffer or enjoy. He is just the witness, permitter and the overseer. 24. <clears throat> and what happens when we understand this philosophy which Krishna has explained in this uh, three, four verses, 20 to 24 twenty three one who understands this philosophy concerning material nature, the living entity, and the interaction of the modes of nature is sure to attain liberation, he will not take birth here again, regardless of his present position, so this can be taken literally also, and that simply by understanding this philosophy, Krishna is trying to explain. We are liberated, but it has a deeper meaning that once somebody understands the philosophy of material nature, what material nature is, what are the three modes of nature, and who we are, we understand that we are not a a residents of this material world, we belong to the spiritual world, and we are totally controlled by the three gunas, we are bound captive prisoners of the three gunas, we have no independent choices. So therefore a person after understanding this philosophy, he would try to relieve himself release himself from this bondage and thus it leads to liberation. The Lord will then guide him from within the heart. So it's very important therefore. That's why Krishna is explaining analytically this material nature and uh, uh, living entity and all the stuff that he's been talking about here. So it's very very important therefore sometimes to engage in these technical discussions also. Although this may uh, seem to be dry Text 25 And what is this super soul like? Krishna is explaining his position as Paramatma and how can we uh, know him then? How can we know that supreme enjoyer? Some perceive the super soul within themselves through meditation. Others through the cultivation of knowledge. And still others through working without intuitive desires. Some do it through karma yoga, some dhyana yoga, some through jnana yoga. And then there are few others. Those who are not uh, uh, able to perform these three, he says. Text 26 Anyetva evam ajananta Shrutva Nebhya upasate Again there are those who although not conversant in spiritual knowledge begin to worship the supreme person about, upon hearing about him from others. Because of the tendency to hear from authorities they also transcend the path of birth and death. Some people who have no knowledge about karma, dhyana, gyana yoga and they just hear from someone that we must connect with God, we must start serving Him in devotional service, they also easily transcend the path of birth and death which is the goal of human existence. So human birth has been given to us to wind up our obligations from this material world, not to increase them. So we have to focus on this ultimately, otherwise this human life will be a waste if we can't transcend the cycle of birth and death, if we cannot put an end to this transmigration of the soul if we remain stuck in the material world this is a golden opportunity and we can liberate ourselves engage in the Lord's devotional service hearing, chanting his names, remembering worshipping, study the scriptures worship his deity form associate with devotees, honor Prasad and you will be liberated simple activities And now Krishna is just going to summarize whatever he has spoken in the last few verses. Text twenty-seven: O chief of Bharatas, know that whatever you see in existence, both the moving and the non-moving, is only a combination of the field of activities and the knower of the field. That means the soul and matter, the spirit and matter, which I have already explained. It is a combination of these two. Text 28 Samam Sarveshu Bhuteshu Parameshwaram Avinashyantam Sapashyati. So, who is a real seer? One who sees the super soul accompanying the individual soul in all bodies and who understands that neither the soul nor the super soul within the destructible bodies ever destroyed actually sees. So, who is a true seer, knower? One who knows that we living entities and the Paramatma present in everyone's heart including our own is present everywhere and both of us are indestructible. The body is destroyed but we are not. That means one who understands the difference between the material and spiritual matter and spirit, us and our body. That person is actually truly knowledgeable and he is the one who sees because he is really seeing the reality twenty nine Samam Pasham hisaravatra samavastitam ishwaram tato Paramgatim. One who sees the super soul equally present everywhere in every living being does not degrade himself by his mind because he sees everyone is a part and parcel of God. He is not seeing the body, he is seeing everyone equally, whether it's a dog, a dog eater, an elephant, an ant, a brahmana. He is seeing everyone. Equally, because he's not concerned with the external bodies, he knows everyone is a part and parcel of God, everyone is a spirit soul, everyone is a spiritual being. So this is theory, but as we advance in spiritual life, we come to this platform. Initially, we might have to force ourselves to think like that and this way we respect every living entity. But as we advance in spiritual life, this understanding naturally dawns upon us. Thus he approaches the transcendental destination and thus because a person like this develops a divine consciousness so naturally according to the consciousness the next destination is given. So a divine destination, that is a spiritual world will be given to us. We will enter the kingdom of God once we leave this world. In other words, we will get liberated from the cycle of birth and death. Text 30 Prakriti eva chakarmani kriya manani sarvaśa yapaśyatit tathatmanam one who can see that all activities are performed by the body which is created of material nature and sees the self as nothing actually sees similar thing soul is aloof from the body body is acting according to modes of nature just like the soul is present in the body of a dog so the uh, it is acting the dog's way when it is present in a human body it is acting that way the, so the body is active according to three gunas and the soul does nothing. And one who understands this, that I am aloof from the body, will naturally focus on his own self also and not just exclusive attention to the body. And thus he proceeds in the path of liberation. He is a true seer, one who sees this understanding, one who sees this difference. That we are spiritual beings, body is matter. Body is perishable, we are permanent. Text 31 Yada the prithak bhavam Tata When a sensible man ceases to see different identities due to different material bodies and he sees how beings are expanded everywhere he attains to the Brahman conception Same thing that when a person begins to see every living entity on a spiritual platform he doesn't see the external designation external bodies then he is supposed to be uh, achieving the Brahman conception, or uh, that means uh, purify the platform of complete purity. He achieves that platform, he becomes thoroughly purified. When we learn to see everyone as a part and parcel of God, a spiritual being, and thus respect everyone. Text 32 Anaditwan Nirgunatvat Paramatmayam. Those with the division of eternity can see that the imperishable soul is transcendental, eternal and beyond the modes of nature. Despite contact with the material body, the soul neither does anything nor is entangled. Same thing. The body is working, the soul is aloof, soul is divine. Yatha sarva Akasham no palyate. And Krishna gives the analogy to understand how the how we are different from the body and uh, unmixed. The sky, due to its subtle nature, does not, mixed with any, does not mix with anything, although it is all pervading. Similarly, the soul situated in Brahman vision does not mix with the body, though situated in the body, it remains its it maintains its uh, exclusive <coughs> position and when this body becomes unfit for living, we enter another body based on whatever consciousness we have cultivated. Another analogy Krishna gives, Yatha Prakashayati yekha Krishnam Lokam Imam Rabihi Kshetram tatha Krishnam Prakashayati Bharata Bharata, As the sun alone illuminates all this universe so does the living entity, the soul, one within the body illuminate the entire body by consciousness. The symptom of soul is consciousness. If there is consciousness within the body that means the soul is present within the body. If there is no consciousness, the soul is left. The soul although present in the region of the heart that has been explained by the scriptures and that's why all the energy to the body power comes from the heart Scientists, doctors can explain it to you but they don't know why. The reason is given in the scriptures because the soul resides within the region of the heart. Therefore, all the energy is expanded from here. The consciousness is expanded from here. And although soul is situated in one small corner of the body, it spreads its influence all over the body through consciousness. And therefore, any part of the body, if somebody pinches you, you feel the pain. The influence of the soul can be felt. Nobody cries when the dead body is pinched. And last last verse, gyorevam Antaram Prakriti te param. Those who see with eyes of knowledge the difference between the body and the knower of the body and can also understand the process of liberation from bondage in material nature attain to the supreme goal. So Krishna just sums up everything that we have to understand the difference between the matter and spirit, the body and the soul. And then engage in the process of liberation, that is devotional service, knowing that we are spiritual and therefore spiritual life is our natural life. And uh, uh, if we engage like that in the devotional service of the Lord, then we attain the highest destination after we leave this world, which we all have to one day. So therefore, this analytical study of the body and mind is important to cultivate that consciousness that we are spiritual beings. Yes, we have to take care of the body, but we should not forget our own cells, the soul. And the food for the soul is spiritual. And the more we eat this food, the more we are happy. And the more we are actually investing in the right thing in the long run. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.